nearly four months ago at this time, I made the bold prediction that the Iowa Hawkeyes would be West Division champions. That is just what they are heading into what is maybe the biggest game of the Kirk Ferentz era. That's debatable, but it certainly is a possibility. Iowa taking part in Champions Week for the first time since 2015 and doing so against a red-hot Michigan Wolverine squad coming off its first win against Ohio State in approximately a decade. We'll get to that game. I'll give you my predictions and my take on the big game in just moments. We want to start out with, though, the other games. There are other games, surprisingly enough, if you're an Iowa fan. There are other games across the college football landscape this week. First of all, there are a couple games going on this evening. And I'm, of course, recording this Friday. We're going to release it a little early since we have some games this evening. Um, we want to start with Texas San Antonio, the 11-1 fighting Texas San Antonio's. Uh, this is a, a game for the West, uh, the uh, USA Conference USA Championship against the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky, a CBS Sports Network game at 6 p.m. Central Time. Western is actually favored by three and a half. I've got Texas San Antonio here winning this game outright. I go back to the game against Illinois. They looked really good earlier in the season, and no surprise that they ended up at 11 and one. I like uh, UTSA to win this one, and of course to cover. Oregon and Utah, we forget, this is a Friday night game, folks. So we talked about playoff implications. Does Iowa have a chance? If you were to win, a lot of things need to happen. But if Utah wins tonight, that dream, if it is one, stays alive. Because Oregon's not making the playoff at, at 10-3, and three, and, and neither, is, uh, neither is Utah, even though they'd be 10-3 and three and Pac-12 champions. 7 p.m. Central Time, ABC Utah favored by two and a half. I've got the Utes. They destroyed Oregon a couple weeks ago. If you'll recall, I'll give you the score here. It was 38-7. to So the Ducks lose again, although it's hard to beat a team twice, right? We always hear that. I see this game being very tight, but it's just a two and a half point line. The Utes favored here. I like Utah to win and to narrowly cover that line. Oklahoma State Baylor. Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time, ABC, Oklahoma State, the five-and-a-half-point favorites, although that has moved up, I believe, to six now, according to Caesars Sportsbook. Um, I've got Oklahoma State. Now, with that being said, I want Baylor to win this game. Again, if you heard my reasoning as to why, if you haven't heard, I should say, check it out earlier on this week on this channel, From the Hawkeye of the Storm on YouTube. I gave you some scenarios as to how Iowa would get into the playoff discussion. And that, I believe, although it wouldn't require one, I believe it would greatly be helped by a Baylor win here. And again, I want to explain why. Check out that video earlier in the week. I've got Oklahoma State winning, though. I'm picking with my head here. I think the Cowboys are a better team. I think they win and move to 12-1 and and solidify a spot in the college football playoff, assuming the other variables that we discussed earlier in the week were to transpire. I've got Baylor covering, though, because the Cowboys are five-and-a-half-point favorites here. Kent State and Northern Illinois, 11 a.m. ESPN. Kent State favored by three-and-a-half. Of course, Iowa played Kent State earlier in the year, so you could argue that if Iowa is in the playoff discussion, you want Kent State to win this game, correct? Conference champion. I don't care if it's the MAC or not. They'd move to eight-and-five. Again, conference champions. I like Kent here to beat Northern Illinois. Kent is the three-point favorite 
here, and I again, I'll take the Golden Flashes. Appalachian State, I'm taking against the spread as well, by the way. Appalachian State and Louisiana. Of course, Louisiana losing their head coach to Florida. Uh, you know, you don't know how that's going to affect a team. Will they rally behind him? Um, will their heads be in this game? I would think you'd, you'd have to have your heads in a game like this for a conference championship game, a chance for Louisiana Lafayette to maybe move into New Year's Six consideration. I doubt it at 12-1. and But if Cincinnati were to be in that discussion, if they end up 12-1, and why not ULL? I will take Appalachian State, though. I, I think there's uh, – it's not really an upset. Appalachian State, the, the field goal favorites. But I like Appalachian State, 2.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. All right, Houston, Cincinnati, another big game if you're talking about an underdog like Iowa maybe getting into that playoff discussion come Sunday morning. Um, I'm not a believer in Cincinnati. I sort of was after the, the Notre, Dame, Notre Dame game. I've seen them sleepwalk through a lot of games this season, and when you play the week schedule they play, they should be dominating week in and week, week out. I mean, they should be dominating. There's no question about it. And they have not done that. Houston wins this game. Cincinnati 10.5 point favorites. Houston feels disrespected um, at 11-1. They moved to 12-1 champions of the AAC. And both teams will not make the college football playoff. UGA, that's Georgia, number one in the country, taking on Alabama. Of course, we know the storylines here. Alabama fighting for the playoffs. Narrowly escaped victory last week in the Iron Bowl against Auburn. I like Georgia to win this game. They're only six and a half point favorites. I think they're better than that. Would I be shocked if Bama wins? No. If Bama wins this game, they're clearly in the playoffs, and that's two spots gobbled up. Georgia's in if they lose, or if they win or lose. Bama's in if they win. So I've got Georgia winning, and I've got Georgia covering. Will it be enough to keep Alabama out of the playoff? That's yet to be seen. Wake Forest taking on Pitt in the ACC championship game. Uh, By the way, Georgia-Bama... That is a CBS game, 3 p.m. Central Time. Um, again, uh, let's move to the ACC. Wake Forest and Pitt, a 7 p.m. Saturday night game on ABC. No Iowa fans will be watching this one, but it will take place over on ABC. Pittsburgh, the three and a, a three and a half point favorites right now. I like Pitt. I like Pitt to cover. Again, win outright, and I think they're ACC champions. But again, not enough at 11 and two, and a weak ACC to get into the college football playoff. The ACC is way down this year, um, and it doesn't help when Clemson uh, isn't a power. But again, I like the Panthers. San Diego State, Utah State. Utah State, the under the five-and-a-half-point underdogs here. I like San Diego State straight up, but I think it's a close game. I will take the Aggies. I believe they're the Aggies, right, Utah State? I'll take them to cover the five-and-a-half. USC and Cal, this is a makeup game, not a championship game. Two teams who are not going bowling. So this is postseason play for both. I think USC rallies behind the news that Lincoln Rally is their head coach. I think USC wins this game. Talent trumps um, home field. Of course, this is a home field game for Cal uh, in Berkeley. I will take USC to win this game. It's a 10 p.m. game, a late-night game, 10 p.m. Central Time, FS1. Uh, the line has actually moved to Cal by four and a half. So it's actually moved up. But I'll, I'll take them against either line. I'll take them against either line. But again, the original two and a half, I've got USC covering. All right. Iowa. I'm waiting for this moment all week. I've been getting ripped by Michigan fans all week. It's amazing to me that people can rip an opposing fan base for supporting their team or 
I mean, I, I've, I've tried to be very respectful about Michigan. I, I have a lot of respect for what they're doing over there. I think they're the best team in the Big Ten. Um, I understand why they're favorites, but but it's like there's a segment of the Michigan fan base that is just infuriated when they hear someone suggest that not only might Iowa win, um, but they may win without scoring a lot of points. Like it, this Michigan offense right now is almost being worshipped by the Wolverine fan base. I don't I don't understand that. You heard my pick earlier in the week. I'm taking Iowa in this game. I've got I've had a good feeling about this game all week, and I typically don't. I am pessimistic about Iowa by nature. I've gotten burned so many times by the Iowa offense, and if we're talking Iowa basketball, by the Iowa defense. But I've just got a good feeling about this game. Nobody giving Iowa a chance. You've got Michigan coming off a an absolutely historic win against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Will they be able to come down? Iowa has an extra day of rest. All right. I think there'll be a lot of Iowa fans in Indy. I predict more Iowa fans than Michigan fans, for the record. All these Michigan fans, they got mad about that, too. Oh, you can't say there's going to be more Iowa fans. What are you smoking? Give me a break, all right? Believe what you want to believe. There'll be more Iowa fans in Indy than Michigan fans, and Iowa wins this game. Do I know how? No. Do I think Iowa matches up in any certain position or grouping? Do they match up real well? Probably not, right? Is there more talent on Iowa's roster? No. But again, as Don Patterson pointed out on our podcast earlier this week, there is such a thing as character and determination to win. Iowa has been the team in the Big Ten, and this is a fact. This is not just me giving you fluff. Iowa has been the team this year in the Big Ten to consistently be a positive exception to parameters that typically indicate victory for a certain team. So in other words... Iowa has not always won the majority of parameters. A perfect example is the Nebraska game. Nebraska won eight of the top 14 parameters that were essential up until that point of the season, essential to victory. Iowa only won six, and yet they won the game. All right? They only won six. They won the game. Actually, eight of the first 15. Nebraska won eight of the first 15. There was one that was a tie. But six, only six of the top 15 parameters were run by Iowa, and yet they won the game. Because they make plays on special teams, they find a way to get the ball back to their offense in great field position, and regardless of quarterback play, this defense and this special teams unit will continue to put Iowa in position to score. Now, will Spencer Petrus and or Alex Padilla need to play the best individual games of their careers? Absolutely. I believe that. But I don't think they have to do a ton. They don't have to be C.J. Stroud. They just have to be able to make the makeable throws, which hasn't always been a guarantee. I believe they will step up to the occasion. I think both guys look more comfortable in the pocket now than they did earlier in the season, especially Spencer. And regardless of who's at quarterback, this defense is going to play the game of its life and put Iowa in a position. Now, here's another thing that I got ripped for. Because I'm so confident in Iowa winning, apparently that means I'm guaranteeing it. I'm not guaranteeing it. You can be confident and say, well, I I'm confident in Iowa winning, and that would say maybe about a 60% chance of an Iowa victory. That's confidence, right? That's more likely than not, right? 60% is not a guarantee. So will I be shocked if Michigan wins? Absolutely not. Nobody's counting on Iowa winning this game, except me. There may be some people picking Iowa. I haven't seen it. But I just believe, in, the, in this is not just hopeful, wishful thinking. I've seen this story before with Iowa. I've seen it against Michigan. I've seen it against Ohio State. 
And sometimes Iowa doesn't rise to the occasion against the likes of Northwestern and Wisconsin. But you rarely see Iowa get boat raced in a game like this, whether it's Penn State, whether it's Michigan, Ohio State. Stanford being the one exception in 2015, I don't think there's a skill position player on Michigan's roster, although Haskins and Corum are both good players. I don't think there's a skill position player on that roster that's like Christian McCaffrey. Iowa wins this game, and the score that keeps popping into my head, I don't know why, the score that keeps popping into my head, 25-20. The Hawkeyes take the Big Ten Championship. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. Am I confident in my pick? I am. And I'm trying to articulate why. Maybe maybe I can't do that. But again, I'm picking Iowa 25-20. And Kirk Ferentz gets his first Big Ten championship since, well, 2004 was a shared title. 2002, right? Outright in 2002. Iowa wins this game over Michigan. Again, Fox game, 7 p.m. Central time from Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy. Michigan's covering, by the way. I've got Michigan, um, or excuse me, Michigan's not so, of course, that means Iowa is covering the spread, right? Because uh, the line is actually up to Michigan by 11. Interesting interesting there. But, again, I've got Iowa covering. I've got Iowa winning. Thank you for joining us all year long for our weekly pick'em segment. And we'll be making weekly picks for college basketball. More on that coming up in the, in the coming days and weeks here on this channel from the Hawkeye of the Storm. And, of course, join us for post-game after the Big Ten title game. And then, of course, Iowa Live with Coach Don Patterson Sunday night at 7. We'll also be with you tonight, if you're watching this Friday, tonight after the Iowa-Purdue basketball game for Iowa postgame with Coach Gary Close. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Go Hawks. A Big Ten title is on the line.